If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. We are off and running on a Tuesday evening alongside Super Bowl champ Sean King. I am Tim Murray. It is VSIN Primetime. Mr. King, I will say this after. Betting Oklahoma State twice in three days, I think I'm good. I'm, I'm going to hold off on uh, on the pokes. So uh, appreciate your uh, your efforts last night, Oklahoma State. Not really. Um, I'm good. I think I've, I've had my fill on Oklahoma State. I would say that the ability to make wide open layups is pretty important to, first of all, winning games and definitely covering numbers. And uh, <laughs> Oklahoma State, a lot like Ohio State, struggles at that. Hey, you you don't you don't talk. Ill of the uh, one-game winning streak that o- Ohio State has over <clears throat> Illinois over earlier this week. So, uh, thank you, Oklahoma State. That was uh, much appreciated, uh, that non-performance last night. But we move on. We press forward. We try to find some winners tonight. We will uh, hand out those plays a little bit later on. Uh, we've got our good friend Stucky from the Action Network. He will come by and uh, will join the show, I should say, uh, in just a little bit. He, I, he'll he be here at some point. Uh, I know he'll be in Vegas at some point, but he we will. We should uh, just refer to him as the mustache, the stash. Isn't Stucky, doesn't he? No. Okay, I'm thinking of somebody. I'm thinking of the wrong person. <laughs> Let's not refer to him as the stash. No. <laughs> Who's the guy we have that has the stash on? He's the college football uh, guy. He has the funky. Uh... I don't know. I'll think of it in a second. <laughs> All right, do you work on that? While you work on your 477 and your two lane basketball, too. By the way, I just want to know, Sean, 
I'm not denying that you probably ran fast. Why does a database I don't know. out there say you ran 477? I have no idea. If anyone has footage of the 1999 NFL Combine. I'm pretty sure it wasn't filmed. It probably wasn't. Yeah, I mean, you got to understand that's light years ago. Like, I'm telling you, I, I know. I was you, a, guys still hadn't even started, like, leaving school and going to get private, like, trainers to practice the 40 and stuff. Like, back then, guys, hey, man. That's, pro that's probably yeah. why, Sean. That's probably why. You just want to say that you didn't run a four Bro, seven seven because it didn't four seven seven. That's basically four eight, man. Come on, you crazy? <laughs> I, I'm just. If you give me at, twenty days, I can break five now. Cigar bet. Yeah. I, I, Let's do, go forty days. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I got to spend the first ten in the point where I can run forty. <laughs> uh, look, as you said. So eloquently, many, many times on our old show, The Nightcap, you're just reporting the news. I'm just, doing. I'm just reporting the news. A website out there that has all these numbers said you ran a 477. I know what you ran. I know. I don't think in the history of 40s at the combine, anybody's ever ran one with a cast on their arm. Maybe 24 years ago, it's they probably did. Probably aerodynamically, not the best here's the, way. Here's the problem. 24 years ago, I somebody had, was in your I ear. I had an actual cast on my hand. I'm not denying that you didn't. You know how much it burned me up not to throw? Probably did. Oh, I wanted to You probably to throw tried to throw so anyways. Bad. No, I didn't. <laughs> probably had someone giving you bad advice. I kind of was bored. I'm sure. I wasn't doing a lot. I was poking and prodding you, yeah. giving you interviews. It was different, though. We had the baggy shorts and the oversized shirts. Like, it's not like now. See, that's why you're in a 4.7. We're, we're in the onesies. Cast, baggy shorts, 4.7.7. Seven. Dude. <laughs> I just, I just, I, I want you to have run a 4.2. Uh, I definitely run a 4.2. Definitely didn't do that either. 4.7.7, <laughs> seven, seven. come on, man. Get a life. I, I'm just reporting the news. Just reporting the news. You need to, you need to file a petition with the internet. Don't forget, Mark Ross said the Eagles had legitimate conversations down to the wire about who to select with the number two pick. So, I want to call him and actually know if that was true or if he was just saying. I really that. want you to call him because he was because he was sitting next I to you. I will say this though: I I did meet with Andy Reid and the Eagles at the combine, and we met for a good hour. They actually had their meeting in one of the cabooses. There, they have like these train like cabooses that are really rooms on the inside. So, we had a good meeting. My agent seemed to think that well, they it was had, a possibility. They had the 35th pick. So yeah, but they, they weren't going to go McNabb, King. Well, I'm going to say, <laughs> if they didn't go McNabb, which they got booed for doing, they could have went yeah. King in 35. But I think, I don't know that a lot of people knew how the order of the quarterbacks was going to shake out because it was such a diverse class. I mean, I think that group of quarterbacks really changed or started the evolution of, at the position that you see now. Because you think that was Tim Couch who ran the run and shoot. Mm -hmm. At Kentucky, that was Akili Smith who ran a wide-open spread offense at Oregon. That did not work out. Well. That was McNabb who came off of an option-based passing attack. Culpepper was a, kind of a, a spread offense. Cade McNown probably was the only one at UCLA that was running like a pro style because uh, I, we were running, you know, four wide receivers. So that influx, I think, started to change the game. And now, now you get what you get now. Dante going ahead of you, bother you? Nah, because, I mean, Dante's 6'5". He's huge. You know, he's probably about 255, 260 at the time. He ran a 4 Cade McNown going in front of me bothered too. me. That bothered me. <laughs> should get Cade McNown on the show. Hey, Cade, want to come on the show? Well, we have, we've had John Jansen on a bunch, and he, he knows, like, you know all the quarterbacks who went in front of you in 99. John Jansen 
doom, doom, doom. All the tackles that went in front of him. Yeah. Knew exactly. Guys are second round brothers. 1999 draft. They should create odds about like where you can wager on. You know how you they have yes or no to make the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Like they should have odds like will or will not Leonard Fournette be cut. And you should be able to like <laughs> bet players at this time of year. That's inside information. Will or will not Ryan Tannehill be the starting quarterback of the Titans? Like that's interesting. By the way, Ron, Ron Rivera's a dope. Uh, Dante Culpepper, 452. Yeah. Aaron Brooks, 459. Yeah, Aaron Brooks was in that draft. McNabb, 464. Cade McNown, 476. Come on, man. Sean King, 477. Yeah, right. I'm just reading the news. Yeah, that is absolutely wrong. Michael Bishop's slow. I didn't know that. Yeah, right. Five. right. Come on, man. Just saying. Just Me saying. and Bishop are slower than Cade McNown. And Donovan ran a 464. Come on, man. That might be the most bogus 40 times in history. <laughs> <laughs> just. just just reading I think the news. That, I think they were they were uh they had the uh, rotary phone. <laughs> That's what they were uh taking those times with. <laughs> anyway, you're only three hundredths of a second faster than Joe Germain. Right. Come on, man. Right. That's just ridiculous. All right, real quickly, let's run through Coming the show. Off a year where I ran for seven hundred and twelve. I guess you were deceptively fast because right. you can run a forty. Deceiving a whole lot of defenses. <laughs> uh, Snucky coming up in just a little bit. We'll talk some college hoops with Hip. Him, uh, Rick Kamla, will join us uh, and later on in this hour. We'll get his perspective on the NBA right now with uh, with everything going on with LeBron James, uh, who will be reevaluated in a couple of weeks. More NBA talk in hour number two. Alex Barutha from Rotowire. Uh, Sean's guy, our guy now, Doug Allen, creator of Entourage and host of Victory, the podcast, will join us at 8 o'clock Eastern. And then it's a Tuesday, so we'll check in with our good friend, uh, Steve Sands, uh, apparently he needs some uh, he needs some royalty checks from uh, Full Swing because he's all over that thing. He is voicing over, taking his voice uh, quite a bit. So Steve Sands from the Golf Channel will join us later on in the show. So a lot to get to. You mentioned Ron Rivera is a dope. He is. Uh, that just kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with just that organization, which is an absolute dumpster fire. But expound on why Ron Rivera is a dope. Well, why would you come out and say Sam Howell is not our starter, but will begin the offseason as the team's number one quarterback? Like, please explain how that makes any sense and why is it necessary on any level? Well, I think he's trying to renegotiate with Carson Wentz. I mean, it, they've given Taylor Heineke every chance under the sun to be the guy, right? He got a full year two years ago. And he got what six, seven games so stretched this year. Like, let me let me play devil's I, advocate here just real quickly. Sam Howell has started one game. Right. He threw nineteen passes. Right. Completed eleven of mm-hmm. them. Ran well. Should Sam Howell at this point in his career be handed anything? No, but I'm saying why the need to say not our starter? Like why? So his exact quote at a press conference today in Indianapolis. Quote, he's not our starter. He's coming in as QB1. He'll get a great opportunity to be our starter. But we do not. We do want to find a veteran quarterback. We have Taylor Heineke. That's a free agent. We've got a lot to work through as well. And we'll see what happens from there. That was the quote from Ron Rivera regarding his quarterback situation there in Washington. Um, I think saying not our starter is a bit odd. However, uh, and I, unnecessary. I do think 
Put yourself by, in the player's shoes. By no shoes. circumstance, though, should Sam Howell be handed Absolutely a starting Absolutely not. Job. But put your, put, you're the employee. Yeah. Uh, Tim Murray's not the host of VEASAN primetime. But right now, he's occupying the seat. And you would feel like, well, dang, they don't really, you know, just like the product I'm, I'm providing. Like that, That's how I would say, if I'm the quarterback and I'm sitting at home and my head coach gets up there, oh, Sean King is not our starter, uh, but he will be the number one quarterback starting. It's a great opportunity. What? What are you talking about? Should Sam Howell after? Like, that's, like me, but, that's like me saying, well, yeah, Ron Rivera's the coach now, but we're probably going to have different owners uh, well, by the time the season starts. So who knows who'll be well, the head coach? I asked Sean Payton about that. He probably wouldn't have been the head coach either. <laughs> just, just, so like, like, the, the way to answer that question is, hey, we competed all positions. You know, we, we, feel, great. I think if he, we feel great about Sam. Uh, we fully expect him to be the starting quarterback. But at every position, we're going to create and have competition. I don't know if you Now say, you gave confidence to Sam and you put Sam on notice and everybody else on notice that, okay, we're bringing in competition. I think starting it by saying he's not our starter may have been a bit odd. But, Only a defensive coach would But do I that. do think he says he's coming in as QB1. He'll have a great opportunity to What's be our starter. What's the headline going to be when you answer that question where he's not our starter? What it is. Rivera what? says Howell not the commander starter. Well. He shouldn't be handed anything. It should be an open competition going into camp. I'm taking everything over next year, future-wise. The commander, Sam Howell, was the best quarterback in last year's drive uh, draft. Now they have a leader of men there in Egg enemy who's going to design a great offense. Arrows pointing up for the commanders. Don't mess it up, Rivera. How's that ownership going? Worry about Snyder right now. I ain't worried about it. Pretty well. Maybe the fans will show up this year, too, Sean. Stucky will talk some college hoops with us next. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. 
With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere. In Nevada, whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM, state-of-the-art technology, and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older, physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. We're still working on uh, petitioning the Internet to, to take that those, those stats down. Yeah, before we bring on our new guest, I just want to make an announcement. Uh, unfortunately, Bo Cruz <laughs> was released by the Toronto Raptors. Uh, did you Wancho, just watch H- Hernan Gomez? Did uh, you just watch Hustle? Star like this character weekend? in Hustle with Adam Sandler. Bo Cruz is going back home, folks. You brought that up when we were doing Follow the Money. You had a great analogy using Hustle, the movie. All well, right, I was talking about the Hawks. Let's bring in Stucky. You can follow him on Twitter, at Stucky2 from the Action Network. Always love getting Stucky's uh, analysis. And uh, Stuck, you're, you're living down there in the Bluegrass State, and I'm curious, what's the feel right now? Because in what feels, and I know you've talked about it, to be a wide-open NCAA tournament, is Kentucky getting those UNC from a year ago vibes where we know they've got talent, they're starting to put some wins together. Could this team make a run? into, you know, deep into the tournament. Yeah, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Happy uh, March yeah. Eve. 
And by the way, I just heard you talking about 40 times. I, my, I was a fullback, middle linebacker, more like my first clock 40 time in high school was a 4-3. And my coach said, wait, wait, we have to do this again. And he just messed it up. And then I was like a 5-4 next time I had to do it. Um, but for a moment, I was like, I'm going to the league. Uh, so anyway. Hey, Stunk, uh, yeah. shout out to all the high school coaches in America, man. Everybody was like two inches taller than they actually were. 40 time was at least two-tenths of a second, you know, faster. Shout out to the high school coaches in America in the 90s. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so no uh, no NFL career for me. So here I am talking with you guys. Yeah, Kentucky, there is some newfound optimism around this Kentucky team. Kind of bottomed out of that South Carolina home yep. loss, which is as bad as it gets. And, you know, they've kind of figured out the right rotation. It took Cal long enough. This is one of the cases where the fans actually knew before the staff. They were yelling for, this is who we need to play. They started doing it. Now, and this is this year as, as wide open as any. It's so cliche to say. Everyone says it, but it's true. There's no real elite team. There's not a huge. There's not going to be a huge difference between you know teams on the one line and the four line. There's not a couple elite teams that are just above the rest. It's going to come down to matchups, right? If Kentucky can dominate on the glass, they're going to be dangerous. They have as much talent as anybody. Now they don't want to run into a team that can just pick and roll Oscar to death. And so there's they have some flaws still, but uh, this is a team that's really coming on at the right time and. You know, Cal's best teams are ones that kind of, you know, he has to figure out the rotation and then they kind of peak going into March, which is what this team feels exactly like. You know, it's interesting because I feel like this year, March Madness, the, the correlation between seeding and percentage chance of success, I think is greater than it has been in, in two decades. Like, I really think this is going to come down to who gets seeded where, what do they have to, what obstacles do they have to overcome to get to the final game. You know, a lot of years, you got a couple dominant teams. They're going to be one seeds. You know, no matter who you put in their region, you know, they're probably getting to the, you know, Elite Eight, probably the Final Four. I don't feel like that this year. You agree with that, Stuck, or no? Yeah, and but there's there's also going to be some misseeded teams. There's going to be – where do you put a Kentucky, right? You put a Kentucky as a – some are saying a seven. Maybe, you know, if they drop another game or two – an eight seed? You know, imagine Kentucky playing a, a, a one. Ask Wichita State about that. Round. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you could have a TCU team who I love, I think, is a top five team and fully healthy. But because of their resume and because of some of the injuries, they're going to be a, a nightmare for someone as, you know, I, mean, I don't I don't know where they should be slotted right now. But, yeah, there's gonna it's going to depend a lot on luck, as always. But, you know, where are some of these teams that are, you know, in that seven, eight line going to be? seated or is it going to be five six or nine ten um but yeah it's, it's going to be just absolute chaos as as usual but even more so this year talking to our good friend stucky from the action network follow him on twitter at stucky too i want to get to the conference tournaments because i know you've done a deep dive on those but real quickly we do have a, a decent slate tonight uh some some notable teams in action uh, i have one play in pocket that's boise state coming off their loss against san jose state kind of a desperate spot in my opinion taking on a San Diego State that's red hot, coming off the uh, the buzzer-beating victory. So that's the one play I'm rolling with. Anything intrigue you tonight on the cards, Doug? Yeah, I like uh, Ar- I-, I like Boise as well. It's a great spot after San Diego State hit that buzzer-beater, celebrate kind of the regular season champ. Championship, Boise State comes off that bad loss against San Jose State. They have revenge from an earlier season loss as well, when they were completely shorthanded uh, against San Diego State. I also like Arkansas here mm-hmm. uh, against Tennessee. You know, I, I was on Tennessee on Saturday, which was very rare for me. I think this is a, a fade team. It was just a great spot for them. But generally, I don't like 
baiting this. I, I don't like betting this team laying points because they just struggle to score. And I think Arkansas is the length of the perimeter to bother those guards. And Arkansas is a team that's, I think, really starting to come on. Nick Smith integrated into the lineup. Uh, I think this one should be pretty close. I think getting six plus is fairly generous for the Hogs. Yeah, that is a spot that that certainly it feels like, you know, Nick Smith coming back fully integrated. Uh, they cover over the weekend against Alabama. What, what, I, got, what, I, got a, I got a big yeah. picture question. Can Arkansas win the SEC tourney? I feel like the SEC's kind of not as heavy at the top as it has been in recent years. Arkansas is getting healthy. I really like Musselman as a coach. Or could they be a surprise team in the SEC tournament? Yeah, I mean, this is a team that, you know, kind of peaked going into March the last couple of years. Similar vibes, right? This is a team that went to the Elite Eight in back-to-back years. And you could argue they have three first-rounders on their team, so the talent is certainly there with Nick Smith back in the lineup. So, yeah, and I agree with you. The SEC is down this year. You know, some of the you – know, obviously, you have South Carolina at the bottom, but the top just isn't as strong. The entire conference also just can't shoot. So it's – you know, you have some teams defensively that have really benefited from that, namely Tennessee – if you look, I think the SC right now is 32nd among 32 conferences in three-point percentage. So no one can make a three against Tennessee. They give you a lot of open threes. Part of that's because no one can shoot in the entire conference. You have teams like Mississippi State and Ole Miss just throwing up brick after brick. So, yeah, I think the SEC is, is a little bit down this year, and Arkansas can certainly capitalize on that. And then as long as they don't run into, like, a zone because they can't shoot also, another team that can't shoot, this team's very dangerous and extremely talented headed into the actual tournament as well. Stucky, looking at some of the uh, smaller conferences that get going, some of them started, uh, the A-Sun started last night with some of their early games. We got multiple conferences in action here tonight. So we do have some uh, futures out there, Horizon, A-Sun, Big South, Ohio Valley, Missouri Valley, West Coast, SoCon, Summit, Patriot League as well. Is there any future out there in some of these smaller conference tournaments that you think is still worth a play right now? Yeah, if you want to have some fun, I would go. Excuse me, I had a cough there. Uh, if you want to have some fun, I would look Detroit 18, 20 to 1 in the horizon. You're basically just betting on Antoine Davis, who's 63 points away from Pete Maravich to become the NCAA's all time leading scorer. They play no defense, but they have a great offense. If he's on, uh, look out. Uh, they're five point favorites tonight. They play Youngstown, the one seed next. Could be a complete shootout. Two teams at elite offenses, bad defenses. He could go for 45, get him to Indianapolis, which is where the semis are. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to play one of two zone defenses who aren't that great. And Detroit is an elite zone offense. Then you're in the final against a Milwaukee team who I would have them as a favorite over or maybe Cleveland State. That'd be close to a pick for me. So, you know, you're basically just taking a long shot on Antoine Davis. I think he could blow it out tonight if he doesn't, he has an off night. But I think that's a fun one. I would also look at South Alabama 10 to 1 or better. They are, if you look at Haslam metrics, they're number one in momentum, his momentum metrics, mm. because they've really turned it on since the start of the new year. Since January 1st, they're actually second in the conference in overall adjusted efficiency, top 70 overall. And that's because this is a team that's just brand new. They have a really good coach in Richie Riley. It's sort of to figure out the defense. They're really trending in the right direction. Uh, it's a wide open conference. I think they're worth a shot. And then go to the OVC, SIUE, 10 to 1. They're going to have to win four games in four days. It's an eight-team tournament. Like, the two top seeds get double buys into the quarters. So it's really unfavorable to them. But this conference, outside of I mean, outside of the eight seed, all it's really fascinating just from a parity perspective. 
I basically have all the seven teams within like a point or two of each other. I would have SIUE favored over every other team. They're the sixth seed on a neutral court, you know, if they had similar rest advantage. So they won't have, you know, they'll have be rest at disadvantage in some of the games, but I think they might be the most talented team. This is a good opportunity for them to reset after faltering down the stretch. They could win four games in four days. This is a wide open OBC. So I took some SIUE 10 to 1. He is Stucky. You can follow him on Twitter at Stucky2. Follow and read all of his work over at the Action Network. Stuff, stuck, stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Get back to running those 40s. I want a sub five next time you're out here in Vegas, all right? Absolutely. I'm headed outside right now. Thanks, guys. (laughs) There he is, Stucky from the Action Network. I like South Alabama, by the way. All right. Let's go Jaguars. USA. USA. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. What do we have in pocket this evening? Well, Take a look at the slate. Does Puckstradamus have anything on the ice? This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. In addition to the new show lineup that we have here at VEASAN, hey, we've got ourselves a couple new podcasts that you should give a listen to. I would say subscribe to. Gives you insights, tools, and confidence to make you a smarter, better. VEASAN continues to expand its catalog of popular sports betting podcasts to cover every corner of the sports betting menu, no matter what your sports, what sports you like to bet, or how experienced you are. You'll find a podcast for you. Hey! The VEASAN College Basketball Betting Podcast has some of the best college hoops analysis around. It's just the read, but I agree. Break down the odds, lines, and totals. Yours truly. Also with Matt Humans and Adam Burke. Also the VEASAN Hockey Betting Podcast with Adam Burke and Andy McNeil. We'll cover all things hockey twice a week. They're all free, folks. Available now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Alongside. Sean King, I am Tim Murray. It is V-CIN prime time. Always, uh, always great to catch up with Stucky. Good stuff there from him. Taking a look at some of the, I don't want to call them under the radar, Sean, but conference tournaments that get going this week. Got a couple conference tournaments in action this evening, including uh, the Sunbelt Conference, Horizon League, and Atlantic Sun, also <clears throat> Patriot League. So four conference tournaments start tonight. It's that time of year, Sean. That time of year. So good stuff there uh, from Stucky. Also liked Arkansas tonight. Woo! I like that too. Pig suey. I think that line has moved. Uh, moved quite a bit. Yeah, it was plus seven and a half overnight. Mm-hmm. It sits now at six or five and a half, depending yeah. on where you look. So, yeah, a lot of people, I, I, I agree. I mean, Tennessee's a very slow team, team that doesn't <clears throat> normally, outside of this weekend when they blew the doors off of South Carolina, a team that doesn't normally blow teams out. Arkansas seems to be getting right. Uh, very popular play this past weekend was Arkansas on the road at Alabama, and they were able to cover that game relatively comfortably uh, as a nine-point underdog. So uh, that is a popular play tonight. I know uh, I think Matt Humans gave it out last night uh, following our show. Um, so that is uh, one that is popular. Arkansas right now, you could find at six. Our friends at South Point, Caesars, all have sixes available if you want to jump in on Woo Pig Suey. Mr. King? Yes. Where are you headed this evening? <clears throat> so, first of all, Puck Shradamas has uh, one play that he loves tonight. Uh, I am going Tampa Bay Lightning 
on the money line, uh, minus dollar sixty-five. Couple reasons. Uh, they're home. Uh, the Lightning have one of the best home ice advantages in the National Hockey League. Also, the captain for the Florida Panthers, Alexander Barkov, is out tonight with a hand injury. And if those two reasons weren't enough, I'll seal it with the third reason that I like the Lightning tonight. Uh, Andre Vasilevsky, who I think is the best playoff goalie in the National Hockey League, also one of the best regular season goalies, maybe behind Omar from Boston as far as this regular season goes, but Vasilevsky's top shelf. Everyone knows it. He gave up seven goals in the Lightning's first game post-All-Star break to this Panthers team, so he'll be locked in. He'll be dialed in. I think he has a... A nice game tonight. So I'm going Lightning uh, on the money line. You can play Lightning in regulation. I think that number is somewhere around plus 100, if I'm not mistaken. So if, I think the Lightning get it done in regulation as well. But if you want to be safe, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning tonight on the money line. Uh, Puckster Domison's play of the night. All right. Minus 159 here at Circa. So if you're in town or swing on by have access say hello and then bet it at the cheapest price which uh, apparently is minus 159 all right i will go to college basketball uh i was uh you know i'll just say this folks like i said go pokes obviously i meant wyoming because uh, they won outright last night no i was on oklahoma state and that was a uh, nothing like losing on the same team twice in three days that's always a fun feeling so uh, that was the case yesterday had oklahoma state thought it was a good spot not the case, and Baylor won that game. Even though Oklahoma State tried at the end, Sean. Like, oh, look at us. We're going to try to make some shots here. So I got a, a revenge spot. I've got an unranked home favorite against a ranked team spot. I've got a letdown spot. I got it all put together tonight in Boise. Give me the Broncos. Uh, overnight, it was minus one. I laid that. However, that is not available. So we will go the cheapest money line route. Looks like Caesars, minus 135. Some minus 140s out there, including DraftKings. So we'll go Boise State money line here in a spot. Also, uh, Boise State, as uh, Stucky alluded to, these two teams have played already this year. San Diego State winning that game at Viejas uh, earlier relatively comfortably. Uh, that one was a uh, 72-52 San Diego State victory. So I'm getting San Diego State coming off of a big-time buzzer-beating victory against New Mexico. Boise coming off a loss in overtime to San Jose State. By the way, I did have San Jose State in the contest, so at least I give out some winners every once in a while. Um, but uh, we're going to go Boise tonight at home against San Diego State. Don't let me down, Broncos. Don't be like the Pokes. Be like the Broncos. Be like the Pokes in the Mountain West <coughs> in your conference as opposed to the dopes there in the Big 12. So Boise State is my play here tonight. Yeah, my college basketball play are the Akron Zips, who are at home tonight hosting the Ball State, was it Cardinals? Cardinals, baby. Yeah, Ball State's got a couple injuries tonight. Uh, I got this last night at minus 7.5. It's jumped all the way up to minus 9, minus 9.5 some places. So I am on the Zips tonight to get it done at home. All right, Akron right now. Looks like you could find a 9.5 out there, mostly 10s. Do you like Michigan State tonight? I don't. Okay. Numbers moving in their direction, though. I, I only have Boise State. I do have a money line parlay that uh, to keep things interesting. A little spicy. I'll get to that here in just a second. But you mentioned Michigan State. They're at Nebraska. Um, I just in the Big Ten playing road teams has been a daunting, daunting event. Uh, you know, 
not ideal. I was uh, more worried how they're going to bounce back from. Yeah, and then you've got you've got a, a team that blew a, Iowa a thirteen last, point what, lead, minute and twenty three seconds. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> watching watching those highlights again last night on Bad Beats uh, with Scott Van Pelt, you're just like, I can't. I mean, I just to be on the right side of that, <laughs> like I was, or the fortunate side. I'm not saying it was the right side, the fortunate side. So uh, that was uh, that was something. So I yeah, I'm not going to lay four and a half on the road here. Uh, with uh, with Michigan State, you know, for their case, I hope they bounce back. Interestingly enough, you've got the team that beat them, Iowa, right? They're playing Indiana, and you mentioned how do you do? What do you would you do with Iowa here? And I understand why people would want to play Indiana coming on Iowa coming off of that, you know, emotional victory. They've kind of stunk on the road this year. The only reason I'm not in love with Indiana in that spot is they just went to Mackey and completed a season sweep of Purdue, so. There's part of me that that makes me a bit worried there. I'll say this though, I know some people, I think Stucky's one, I think Matt Newman's is another that have like 50 to 1s on Indiana. That's that's a nice little ticket to have in your pocket. If you had a 50 to 1 on Indiana the way they're playing right now with Hood Shafino and and uh and Trace Jackson Davis, <laughs> they got some dude. Those those two guys, Hood Shafino was phenomenal against Purdue over the weekend. And I'm reading, I'm trying to uh catch up on Indiana's injury situation. Point guard Xavier Johnson, he's been out since December 17th. Uh, he appears to be making progress. Just to piggyback, you know, guys liking Indiana to make a run. Uh, forward Jordan Geronimo. Uh, he's missed the last two games with a calf strain. Shot a little bit Wednesday. Not sure he'll play tonight. So I, I could see, you know, that Logan Duncan missed the last two games against Ohio State. So I, I can – I. This is the type of team that I think you should be looking for for March Madness. A team that maybe has been inconsistent, but if you dig deeper, it's because of injuries or you know guys not being available or whatever it is that are starting to play really good basketball now. It's why I think I'm leaning Arkansas money line tonight mm. versus right. Tennessee. I think Arkansas is going to win this game outright. Okay, money line right now in Arkansas. Plus, uh, our friends at the South Point have a plus 220. Mm-hmm. So, uh, man, you'll be Woo Pig Suey all around here. Woo Pig Suey. So, the one that interests me, and uh, maybe I'll have to examine my head for playing this, but I have a money line parlay in mind. Why is Virginia a seven point favorite, Sean? <laughs> yeah, I know. Why is I Virginia a seven point favorite against Clemson, who just went to Raleigh and, to quote The Rock, layeth the smacketh down on the Wolfpack. UVA has stunk lately. They have they barely covered against Louisville. Well, let's go back. Should have lost to Duke. Mm-hmm. They get that win miraculously when the foul's not called. The foul's too late. Then they barely beat Louisville, who is horrendous. Barely beat Notre Dame. Lose to Boston College and then get beat up by UNC. And yet, the market's backing them up to seven. Riddle me that, Batman. Yeah, riddle me that one. So I'm going to pair UVA. Don't put this in the file. This is just going to be for me here. UVA and Duke here tonight. Your Dukies, they play in NC State. Yeah. You know how much they lost to NC State by? 20 plus. 23. Yeah. And they're favored. The R word. Six and a half. Revenge. Wahoos and Blue Devils. What could go wrong in a crappy conference? How are the Lakers looking tonight? No LeBron. We'll talk to Rick Camilla from SiriusXM NBA Radio next. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Place a one-game parlay wager 
with at least four legs of any NHL game. I think they call that the Sean King. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in bonus bets up to $25. Just log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get started. Then opt into the one-game parlay insurance promotion. Place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more on any NHL game. Your miss, if you miss on only one leg of your wager, you'll receive up to $25 back in bonus bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Whew. Alongside that man I mentioned, Sean King, Super Bowl champ. Second round pick in 1999. Was your head buzzing right now? This time 24 years ago. He had, nah. he had hair on that head, though. I did. Yeah. Waves, too. Slept in the wave cap religiously. <laughs> yeah. Seasick. Just looking at me. <laughs> oh, man. There's a lot going on in the world of sports with the Combine headed up to Indianapolis. So lots of discussions coming out of there. We've got college basketball, March starting tomorrow. And the NBA with LeBron James's injury going to be reassessed in a couple of weeks. And to talk more about it and to talk some betting, what he has on his card tonight. Rick Kamla from SiriusXM NBA Radio. Check out his show weekdays, Monday through Friday, called The Give and Go, 1 to 4 p.m. Eastern. Rick, I want to get to Dame time and give you your props because the last time, Sean, you were doing mornings two weeks ago. It was right before All-Star break. Uh-huh. We had Rick on the show, and we're going through the three-point competition, and we're reading through the odds, and Rick goes, stop! Right there, Dame's your winner. And sure enough, Rick, Dame time it was in Salt Lake what was City. It like seven to one or so, something. So uh, I think it was like four fifty or something mm-hmm. like that. But uh many props to you, Rick. You were you were oozing with confidence and that confidence showed via Dame Time. Tim and Shaw, what's going on? It's great to be back on with you. Um here, look, you know, we we had some, we missed some. We all do, right? We have those <laughs> that were, you know, more, more props. Like guys, I literally like back in the day uh, predicted that Russell Westbrook would average a 30-10-10 triple-double and win MVP the first year after Kevin Durant, right? Like, totally nailed that one. Um, wasn't able to parlay it into any money, unfortunately. <laughs> but what, what I was what I was the most happy about, because to me it was kind of like, I don't want to say it was obvious, but it was uh, very, very chalky to go with Dame on that board, right? It was not a, a lustrous, uh, uh, I mean, you got Hero out there who doesn't care. You got Julius Randle who really can't shoot. Like, you... You know, you had, you know, Herder looked like deer in headlights, right? You, like, you had some issues going on out there. So, it was a field he could definitely handle. But the, literally the reason I thought Dame was going to win was because he had to put his name up there with Bird and Ray Allen and Dirk and Clay and Steph and all the greatest three-point shooters of all time won the damn three-point shootout. And he said afterwards that that mattered to him, and he really wanted to take his place in history among those guys. So, um, I, that was literally the number one angle for that wager. And then to hear Dame say that immediately after winning it, I thought was pretty cool. Um, you know, we can talk about some of my losers, too, if you want to go down that road. <laughs> ah, that's all right. We like, to, we like to prop up our guests, let them know about the winners. We don't have to talk about losers. Hey, we yell your accomplishments on this show and whisper your failures, <laughs> we don't. We don't have to remind people that I said bet on Oklahoma State last night, you know, when they closed the pick and lost by five to Baylor. We don't have to remind people of that. Rick, uh, let's get to, before we... I want to revisit Dame here in just a moment, but obviously the big story, and I'm sure you guys talked about it plenty on your show today, 
is LeBron James's absence now from the Lakers, who are still on the outside looking in. He'll be reevaluated with that foot injury in two weeks. So we were talking briefly off air. Are they are they done? Do they still have a, a glimmer of hope to make the play-in tournament? What is your assessment right now on the Lakers, who, by the way, have to play the Grizzlies tonight? Right, and they're, they're going to take an L tonight. Uh, I and I, it's I think it's eight, eight and a half, something like that. If I had to play that, I'd play the Memphis side. Um, LA is now a blue collar team uh, because they have blue collar players, right? After the, the sort of the white collar version that won a chip, got full of themselves, got fat and happy, and, and let go of the rope. Um, the last two years, this team gives a bleep, right? You come from 27 down. So this team has backbone and resolve and all the stuff that you need, all the intangibles you need, but they need the cherry on top of the Sunday. And his name is LeBron. Here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. Um, I dug deeply into their schedule today. They have 21 games left. Um, ESPN is uh, based on their metrics. They have the easiest schedule in the NBA the rest of the way. Okay. So I am not shoveling dirt on the grave yet. All right. I have my shovel in hand and I got the big pile of dirt right here. All right. We're close, but I, I can't put my shovel in that dirt yet. I can't um, because 12 of the nine remaining games are at home. Um, and guys, this is uh, interpretive. Okay. Uh, I'm not looking at like plus 500 teams or, you know, minus 500 teams and, and like that. But I looked at the remaining 21 games and I just said, you know, tough game or winnable game. And uh, 15 of them were extremely winnable. And like, there's a lot of Utah and OKC and Houston and a lot of like really bad teams down the stretch here for the Lakers. So the schedule very much in their favor. They are deep now after the five players that they brought in at the deadline, you know, from Bamba to Rui to Beasley to D'Lo and Vanderbilt. Um, they're relatively deep now. Um, the issue for the Lakers, they got to get D'Angelo Russell back. And I don't want an extended absence from him. It will drive me crazy. Um, he's got an ankle. He talked about maybe even playing on Sunday. He's not going to play tonight. Um, you know, this, this is the time to give your team what you got. And, and if you're at 85%, you know, I'm old school, guys. I think 85% is enough. You know, not in December you know, or November, but we're almost in March, man. Like, it's go time. And by the way, you are below the playing tournament line. So what I think they got to do is just stabilize, go 500 or so over the next couple of weeks when LeBron's going to have that evaluation. And then at that point, if they're still viable, then they're going to ramp them up and bring them back. And he's going to give them what he's got, even though he's not 100%, because that's what Warriors do. So it's all about the next two weeks to the Lakers. If they crater, I think we can say goodbye to LeBron for the rest of the year. But if they, like I said, can go 500, can go, you know, maybe six and five, seven and six, something like that. Um, and sort of keep hope alive. I think LeBron will come back, and I think they still would have a chance then to win out of the PIT and get to the playoffs. Rick, a lot of great information there. Be careful tonight. Uh, I do think the Lakers win outright, only Ooh. because Dylan Brooks showed up with a vest and no shirt underneath <laughs> and some jean jorts. So I'm just telling you, be careful back in Memphis tonight. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's the type of analysis you get on our show right here. <laughs> and I don't know. By the way, we, we, when LeBron came to the arena the night he passed uh, Kareem, oh, right? Yeah. He, he had that, like, dope All black, black ensemble. Was, like, I said he was getting it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, it was like the most Batman gangster thing ever, man. And it was like, oh, my God, he's getting the record tonight. Like, you just knew. <laughs> Sean, Rick, Sean said, said the same that exact on thing. on the show. We, we both were saying, oh, I don't think he gets it tonight. And then we saw his entrance. We're like, oh, 
Yeah, he's getting it tonight. Yeah, yeah. He, he's ready to go. That's big-time post-game presser uh, <laughs> attire right there. <laughs> uh, we're talking to Rick Kamla. Uh, check him out on SiriusXM, NBA Radio, weekdays 1 to 4 p.m. Eastern time. All right, a play that you have. So, speaking of Dame time, dropped 71 in his last game, and I can't recall a player prop being this high. It is at 37 and a half right now, Rick. For tonight's game against the Golden State Warriors, his last handful of games, 71, 20, uh, sorry, that was the All-Star game, 71, 39, 40, 38, 33, 28, 40, 29, and 42. He's averaging 40 points a game in the month of February, but is 37 and a half just ridiculous? Yes, like, and I'm not mad at the odds makers. Like, you've got to react to what you're seeing, and this is where Dame is living, okay? Um, you know, and he's going from 71 down to 37. Like it's, but to me, guys, there's first of all, uh, a couple of just like general betting trends. Like it feels like chasing money. Okay. Which we don't want to do. And, uh, 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 and, and I have this theory and I apply it in, a, uh, in fantasy sports. I apply it with betting. Like if you're coming off of a career high game, I don't want to play your overprop in the next game. Okay. It just, that's not how it works. The law of averages kick in. Uh, defense is different on you the next game. I mean, Houston literally doesn't care, guys. They're done. They've let go of the rope. They've lost a million games in a row. They're thinking about Victor. I mean, like, I'm going to give it to Dame, right? Okay, with 71, he made a ton of 13 threes. Like, it was an insane performance, okay? And it was against the Houston defenses that is the worst in the NBA at guarding point guards, and it's not even close, okay? I mean, I've been attacking Houston and overprops for the opposing point guard. And it's making me look really, really smart. It's making you all some money. I, I highly, highly recommend targeting point guard overs against the Houston Rockets um, tonight. So those are just a couple of premises that I live by. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like Jamal Williams, the running back for Detroit. You couldn't get me to draft him this next season. I, I'm not taking him in the last round. He had, what, 15, 16 touchdowns? Guys, woo, he's coming back to earth and crashing. He's a nice football <laughs> player. I'm not mad at him, but, like, that's how I play this. I just don't back it up on the career year thing. Um, so, I think I like the under on Dame tonight. I like it a lot, actually. Rick, great stuff. Great we stuff, always Rick. appreciate you having on, uh, having you on. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, thanks, guys. Check out his show on SiriusXM NBA Radio Monday through Friday under 30. And still believes in the Lakers. Ah, music to LeBron's ears. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.